What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? My name is Brady McGrath, and as always, I am joined with my co-hosts, Cam Garrity and Bobby McBroom. Cam, <laughs> how were you feeling today? Um, I got a small waist, pretty face, and a big bank. Okay, Mrs. <laughs> Cardi yeah, B. Yeah, you do. Is that Cardi B? No, no, what is it? And then it's... Uh, how can you, you hate, hate when you're my mama? You're my mama age. Oh. You're my mama age. Bobby. stuck in my head. Yes. Bobby. Yes. How are you feeling today? You know. No, I don't. That's why we Let asked. it all out. You know. <laughs> I'm all. It's like, well, like, what else can I say? It's like COVID. Like, it's the same shit, different day, man. I guess so. Uh, yeah. You just got to, like, make the best of it. So that's what I'm doing. I'm yeah. feeling... Motivated. Motivated. I'm going to go with motivated. Boom. Yeah. Now, Bobby. What do you got for us, Bob? I heard oh. you got something for us, Bob. Speaking of motivated, I'm doing an ad read. Yes, sir. <laughs> Bobby Avery. He's so, motivated, which is what I looked up Ken's favorite part of the week. Ken's favorite part of the week, Bobby Avery's. Hey, Ken. Uh, <laughs> shout out, Ken. Uh, this podcast <laughs> is brought to you by who? Sunnyside Sports and more, baby. Get your audibles, audibles, <laughs> <laughs> autographs, <laughs> collectibles uh, at Sunnyside. Find them on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Man, oh I God. fucked up. Hey, it was good. It was original. You, Bobby, you tried real hard. <laughs> I tried to be. Bobby, you want to know something too? You yeah. Can- so fast out of the gate, I was like, "Oh, he's fucking up." Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I the was too good. You were, like, uh, you were like, "What is this? What is it sponsored by?" Sony Side Sports uh, and more. Get your. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, he's dude, done. I was like ready for it. Oh, I'm ready. gonna get it." I was like, so, either I'm gonna pra- get it. He either practiced this or he didn't." <laughs> and I was like, "We're gonna find out." No, very it, soon. it just came to his head. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of Sony, uh, uh, big congratulations to Calgarufo mm. for winning the. Stone Cold Steve Austin 8 by 10 picture uh, from the Royal Rumble. Now, as the podcast main wrestling correspondent, we have some massive news in the wrestling world today, uh, starting with one Edge winning the Royal Rumble and Bianca Belair winning the female Royal Rumble. Uh, to- Which is awesome. It's a great addition to the She is pay-per-view. a very young and up-and-coming star in WWE, and she's going to make absolute splashes. She calls herself the EST of, of wrestling. She is the best, the smartest, the fastest, the strongest. She is the EST of wrestling. And then we also get Edge right back on the right back on the top. He's going around making his rounds now to all the different champions on every show. He's going to go see Roman, Roman Reigns on Friday. It's going to be pretty interesting. And then hopping over to the other side of wrestling, we have AEW, who is WWE's Big rival right now. They actually beat NXT again in ratings. I'm not the, surprised. I'm NXT. More. I got I got a chance to watch NXT, and I was like, I, like I, like I I because of you, obviously, I've been watching more of both. And AEW is like so much more fun than watch than NXT. AEW is absolutely phenomenal. And then <laughs> la- on last night's episode of AEW, they had a massive blowout match. With Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers, who are from TNA, because they've been collaborating with them. Love TNA. This is John Moxley, Pac, and Ray Phoenix. All six, six of those guys are all phenomenal. Um, and then the match ended. The Omega's team ended up getting the win, and the match ended with Moxley getting attacked by a masked assailant, who then revealed himself to be Kenta. From New Japan Pro Wrestling. No. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. He has the briefcase to fight John <laughs> Moxley for his United States New Japan title. So now 
Now AEW has NWA, they have TNA, they have AAA, and they also have now New Japan sitting in. That dude's a monster. I love Kenta, dude. He's dude. He used to be he he was in WWE and he was just like a jobber because he was small, but now he's just going around and absolutely smoking people. So I'm thinking what's going to happen is they're going to because there's the group the Bullet Club, they're going to yep. take the Japan Bullet Club, and they're going to come over and fight whatever Kenny Omega's version of the Bullet Club is right now, and I'm just excited. That's the world of wrestling today. And, Can I just add whew, I'll add to that? Add to it. Um. So as you know, because you. Because of you, I've been watching it more. My pick was Daniel Bryan. I texted you that. Um, it was a good pick. See, I didn't go with, with my guy. I love Randy Orton. I still love Randy Orton. Um, did, you I see, the... did you see how it ended? Yeah, Edge threw everybody out, and then Orton runs in. <laughs> okay, like, of course. Guy. What else would he do? I love the guy. What else would he do? Um, but Edge winning it, man, that's awesome. Because yeah, I, mean, like, I love him. His song is unbelievable. His it's intro. Best, it's one of the best intros in all of all of sports. And I hope he goes after history. that. I hope he goes after Roman Reigns because how cool would that be? That would be pretty sick. But I think <laughs> it's gonna be tough to book. But that would be pretty sick. But yeah, I, yeah. So that's the world of wrestling. That's, that's wrestling, baby. Yeah, and, uh, maybe I'll pull. Maybe I'll pull back. Maybe I'll keep firing that off because so, I love that shit. I was gonna say, I think we owe an apology to uh, some of our podcast listeners and viewers no i just had an epiphany and this is we're gonna blame it on covid i just sent this message to you guys while you guys were talking i'm not really like a huge wrestling fan so i was just kind of like it kind of came to me you know what i kind of feel like we have let ourselves slip from the dad persona a little bit yeah, I feel because that. Because of COVID. Like, we, you know what I mean? We used to be rocking. It used to be like, we used to be like dads. We used to just like chill, you know, do this stuff. And it's not that it's a bad thing because I think the content's been amazing. I think because we're not together. Like, it's that, harder. That's, that's true. And I also think because, like, we just lost motivation with COVID. Like, I think a lot of people did. And I think, like, I know it's a little serious talk right now, but I think straight up, like, a lot of people <clears throat> have found have put their motivation in other things. And I think like we're motivated for the podcast. We still are. We love doing it, but I think that like brand kind of left it. So I want to apologize to some of the OG fans that, uh, think we sold out or something, but we just uh, gotta get, we just gotta get right back in. We well, gotta get back in the gotta, wagon and that's what's going to happen. You know? And because of that slight announcement, um, we're going to be making these episodes a little bit shorter than usual because we yes, feel sir. like we want to give you guys wanting a little more. You know, We're yes, here sir. every week. We're going to be making some more content. That's the thing we're focusing on. we got that draft episode coming. Yes, um, maybe some skits. I don't know. When we can get together, whatever we want to do, just just some dad stuff we need to get back to. And I think it'll be easier, too, if we can, like, once we're able to, like, hang out and yeah. if you guys come down to play nine. <laughs> Like we right. can video that shit. Right. Like that's that's the it. issue. We just oh. haven't been able to see each other. Like I um like this is so dad. Iced tea and Dr. Pepper right now. Yeah. No alcohol. Right. I, I also have a vitamin water. Oh. That dude. I have not seen that's gotta be you healthy. guys. I the last like person outside of my like immediate like family and like immediate friend group that lives really close. The last time I saw anybody was like hey, Brady in September. Kim has in September, when we like all hung out, when we played golf, yeah, that was the like that was the last time Jesus. I've seen anybody. Wait, September, poor boy. Now, I, oh, I didn't play golf. I couldn't because of my shoulder. Then I, well, I mean, like, I, I just play with you because my grandparents and everything, and we all got we all got COVID anyway. So um, yeah, that sucks. But, so, but now like, I'm gonna knock on wood. I drive Uber, and I yeah, have true. yet to <laughs> even get a sniffle. Yeah, like, that's that's the thing is I hope I hope. Everybody stays healthy. Do they have to take a test this? to go into Uber? No. Like, do you have to, no. like, just check yeah, off? To, yeah, you need to check stuff off. You just need to take a picture of you wearing a mask. Like, you have to be like, oh, you wash your hands, you clean your car. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's I, what I'm I don't say. do any of those. We're going to try to fight back <laughs> to get that dad motivation and uh, start seeing each other. I also think it, it's kind of the winter, too. You know how the winter is. It makes it's everybody tough. just kind of like lazy a little bit. Dad bod season's tough in the cold. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're focused on hibernating, drinking beers, and getting bigger for when summer comes. You know, exactly. That's, that's what our goal is. Actually, not. I've been, I've been losing some weight because uh, COVID, by the way, before we get into hockey, because we're going to jump right into that, but COVID. Watch. COVID fucking, I lost 16 pounds from COVID. COVID? Yeah. 
because I just was not eating. Like, Get it yeah. again. <laughs> I need to. I need to catch it another six times. Jesus. <laughs> then I'll be great. Yeah, I'll you'll be, be dead. No, you'll just be dead. Yeah. But no. Six. Anyway, yeah. It, into hockey, and I Jesus. wanted to say this. I think the Bruins are playing fantastic as a unit, but something that's worrying me a little bit is that goaltending. I, they're not playing terrible, but they are right about where Tuca should be. He's he's right about league average. He's at like I think fourteen. Um, in safe percentage, goals against, right? It's not his fault entirely because the defense is still so young. Defense is poop. But no, no, no. But I do think no. that the team has itself, and credit to Bruce Cassidy, and credit to the Bruins' first line because they are playing much better and much more efficient than they have ever played because as Boston's a unit. Back. But no, but even with Pasta, like they that for some reason this year, like Bergey looks. Healthy, ready. Marsh Marshawn is healthy, ready. Marshawn just all... had surgery, and Pasta right. just had surgery. But they're That's all back. They're all efficient. You know what I mean? Like... Did you see what Marshawn said? Yeah. He, he hasn't been a hundred percent since two thousand and eighteen. And I believe that. Three years. I Three years. Hundred percent. And, that's and he's what put I mean. up what thirty goals. But they seem that don't don't they seem to you a little bit more efficient when they're on the ice together? I'll, like they seem yes. like I they're think... just better. I think the big thing too is Bergeron's the captain. Mm-hmm. I think I know people talk about. Like, oh, he's not going to change. He's going to be this guy. I think if he wasn't the captain, he wouldn't have made that short pass or pass his second goal. I think he saw that and took an opportunity knowing he was the captain. Because I think if he scored – I mean, if he shot the puck, the puck could have went on yeah. on pass the second goal. But that set, that pass he made, I was like, that he is, is- – I captain. Al, like also, that, as a leader, you got to know that that's your best player. You got to give it like in that's that he knows that. Yeah, that's, and that's the great thing. Yeah. I think the one thing, I, I first of all, Pasternak. I'm wearing him, obviously. Mm-hmm. The 50 goals is back, baby. We're yeah. on the 50 goal train. Fuck everyone. And, and the crazy yeah, thing is, is he's already almost in the top 10 for goals after not like playing less than a lot of people. I'm just saying. And uh, Craig Smith, he's a Boston Bruin. Nick Ritchie. I hate Nick Ritchie. Dude, me too. I hate you him. You still hate him? I do. Dude, not, I think I'm, it's very actually, early in the he's season. He's gone from hate to like neutral for me. I, I give him a lot him. of credit. And also, I tweeted this the other day, guys. Kevin Miller, have you seen his story and what, like his, his battle to get back? And he looks great on the ice. The defense, see, this was what I, I think the defense looks great. I think McAvoy looks great. I think Carlos scoring, right? I, th- Carlos I think I goals. think it's just like the the ineffectiveness of how many, the how many goals does Carlos Clifton have? He's gotten a lot more. Listen to this. How, how many points do you have, Bob? No, 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 no. How many no, no, points do no, no, you no. have, Bob? I knew you were going to say that. I know you were going to say that. Listen, no, listen, listen. Mm-hmm. He's gotten more ice time, mm-hmm. and has he made a lot of mistakes? No. He, I've seen maybe two or three mistakes when he's in the lineup. And Grizzly, right, we didn't talk about this, but Grizzly's out for a little while, right? He got hurt. I think they're lacking a leader. Like we said in the beginning of the seat before the season started, we said this Ch- team, I we think don't... Chucky's doing a good I job. Think, I think he's doing a... I, yeah, I know, I think he's doing a good job, but I, I like I said, we, we mentioned before, we're like, we think they need a veteran at the trade deadline, whether it's... Somebody for a third line, whether it's a sixth pair defense, a third pair defenseman. I think a sixth, defenseman. I, yeah, I think a defenseman would be good. I think mm. they're forwards. The way they're playing, I mean, JD is still a question mark. But I so think we'll they, see. they're. Mi- I think they're missing Chara's leadership and experience, even if not being on the ice, just him being in that locker room for those defensemen. I think Charlie's Watching. doing a great job, but I think they need to go at the deadline and find some like cheap veteran defenseman to come in here that's been in the playoffs before. Um, to help out some of these younger guys, even if he's a healthy scratch, just to be on the roster, I think would help. I th- Well, right, we have Kevin Miller for that spot. I know he hasn't played in a while, but he's yeah. that veteran spot. I just, watching Char and watching him play against the Bees in that nah, three-goal deficit, like they lost that game, he looked, towards the end of the game, like pit overtime in the third period, he looked so slow. Yeah, and that's what's going to happen. So I'm glad he's gone. I don't. Yeah, I don't want, want him back. back. I miss Chara the I, leader, but not, not yeah, the player. Exactly. It's gonna. It's 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 gonna be one of those things where it's like, it's it's like everybody always says whatever they're gonna say about Chara, right? It's like oh, he's old, he's slow, like all this stuff. But one no thing we're gonna miss 40. is we're gonna miss his we're gonna miss his leadership. We're gonna miss his stick on the pot on the power and the penalty kill. Like we're gonna miss we're gonna miss Chara. Like that's a fact. Yeah. Like, and even then, it's like, there you go. There goes that leader. You know what I mean? 
Um, it I was wanna... that veteran defenseman. And I've also decided um, strictly, strictly for you, Bob. Yes. Uh, every week we do the podcast. I am going to do a Connor Clifton check-in. Of course you are. Uh, currently five games in, zero goals, zero assists. How many zero games has points. he played? How many has five been games? Dressed five games. No, because Grizzly. About uh, 2020-2021 regular season on NHL.com. Five games played, zero goals, zero assists, zero points, and a zero plus minus. So at least he's even that's on not the right. plus minus. I don't think that's right. They haven't updated that because no, he's they been haven't updated guys. it. They, they he's gotten a lot of ice time and he's gotten like he's gotten like a couple of secondary it's right here i don't they haven't updated it there's no way it's updated i have not seen him as a secondary assist ever this season um so maybe he didn't get an assist but i've seen him have a breakout pass to lead to a couple yeah yeah but i mean like like, it's not it's not not like he's the plus minus is is not zero no the thing we need from him honestly for a leap is if he can just somehow get three goals and, like, I don't even care if he gets ten assists on the season and just has a positive plus minus, that's all we fucking need. That's all exactly. I'm saying. So every week I'm doing a Cliffy check. And I hope he's, hey, Connor Clifton, if you're listening, step up. Let's go, baby. I, I hope he, side, you know what, baby. Bob, Bob, I hope by the end of the season I'm reading a lot of goals for the Cliffy check. But um, yeah. if he's Cliffy listening, has let's go. Started, with five games, if and he's listening, we want you on the podcast. By that the way. too. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's listening, but if he is, we want you to come like... on the podcast and defend yourself. A, but we have yet to have anybody from pro sports come on. <clears throat> oh, Manfred, one hundred percent, because he watches. They listen to us when we talk about him. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they would be a lot better out the gate. Yeah. He's playing a lot better than I thought he would. I'll give him credit. I think Halak needs to step up. Two came in firing, and I'm very happy about that. Yeah. I think I think this is what I was saying about the goaltending scares me a little bit. Not that they're playing terrible, but if we want to take that leap and be you know, a contender, a serious contender – Tuka's got to have Vesna numbers again. I think right now he's middle of the pack. I mean, he's been Palak's getting. Middle I mean, of the it's pack. really. It's because really of the early, defense, but it's early. It's early, but like Tuka gets Vesna numbers every, every year. year for the past three. But years. that's what I'm saying. Right as of right now, if we're at this current rate, I'm a little worried. Which, like I said, disclaimer: it's very early in the year. I know they'll turn it around. Um, but I oh, think he'll turn it around. Yeah, I, at least him. But I think I, I would love to have him and Halak. I mean, we haven't lost be a lot better. Yet, I mean, even right? if Halak is middle of the pack, that's fine. No, we have no. I don't think we have. Maybe one. one oh loss. no, we got that blo- we lo- uh, blowout loss to Washington. That's right. Before we came back. Before yes, the right. Game before right. We right. That's right. Yeah. So we have one loss in regulation. I think that right as of right now, I think goaltending is spectacular. Yeah, I Se- agree. seven one and two, sixteen points. Look but, at that. The hockey guy knows something. <laughs> you did say you did say the Flyers were struggling though, but they are actually seven two and two. Uh, they've played one more game than us. I thought they would be a lot better than they're at, even though it's not saying much. Like they're scraping by in the wins. I think the other thing I want you know their defense is just as young as us. Yeah, and we're playing. Uh, you know, give Cassidy a lot of cre- credit and that coaching staff. Um, they're playing a lot better than. Philadelphia's defense. How, how do we how do we like the divisions again? I know I know we brought it I up early. It. Do we? I want them to keep it like this. You know, uh, it, you want to know, know who I feel bad for? Who? I feel bad for two people in the NHL and only two people in the NHL. Two people or two teams? Two people. Okay. Who's the two people? I feel bad for Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. <laughs> My heart is with them. My prayers are in in their minds. Like they are putting on an absolute show to be in such a dumpster fire of an organization. Like if I'm that, I mean, that, that team in that organization is turning it around. Everybody, they were supposed to turn it around for the six years. You know what? They got the first overall pick four years, four years in a row. They don't have a goaltender. They have no goaltender. We because had, the goaltender just at one point that was gives up like about. they don't like i don't know i i mean i i do feel bad for mcdavid and maybe he leaves one day but who knows 
Um, the great one left, right? He left. He That's the so, thing, though, too, is, like, if you're McDavid, do you want to play in the shadow of the great one in that organization, or do you want to go try to start a new legacy as Boston. early as possible? <laughs> yeah, come to, come to Boston. Dude. Well, 100%, yeah, we'll take Fuck it. Fuck Krejci, right? Yeah. But no I mean, offense. Like, we if love you're, If you're him, 24. like, do you think about that? Like, so, let me go to another team and maybe, like, even if it's, like, Calgary. Like, just, like, let me this? go there and start. Johnny Hockey and so, Connor so McDavid. Far, yeah, so, we've done, nice. we already we already did the Cliffy check, so let's just do the um, total check here. Uh, points right now is McDavid, 24. Yep. Dreisaitl with 22. Oh, I saw this, yeah. And then Bergeron with 15. Yeah. Maybe. Third. 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 Is I think third. Bergeron's got, what, 15 assists? Something mm-hmm. nuts. Something nuts. He has... Or, like, 12. I think it was up there. And he's no, got Bergie has nine assists and six goals. He really has six goals? That's a lot for early on. For him, yeah. Pastas has five in, what, three games? Yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> great. He's disgusting. 50 train. The 50 train is very, back on. I'm very happy he's back. Yes. I'm very happy <laughs> anyway back. back so, I do want to talk about briefly uh, the Celtics before we kind of get to our commercial break because once we get back from the commercial break, we are going to be talking about the Super Bowl um, and talking about that. But... <laughs> I do want to talk about the Playoffs. Boston Celtics and how this is Playoffs. actually a complete 180 from I, from how the Bruins are playing right now. They have been the most inconsistent team, and I think it literally has come down to, like we said, I think it comes down to Brad Stevens. I said this thank before, you. and I think that he needs to be on the chopping block. He's been here too long, and that's why I said he has this year to prove can he make it to the finals or yeah. we have to start considering looking elsewhere after this year because you have the best young duo in the league, right? You had Peyton Pritchard, who's another good pick, right? You have Marcus Smart. He's going to be back soon, which is right? huge. He's going to be back soon, but you have you have Marcus Smart, you have Kemba. There's plenty of talent on this team, and you have a trade exception. So if he just tells Danny, like, go get me a center, go get me this – his positionless basketball, he tried to be new new wave in the NBA. There was a couple of years where everybody kind of followed the suit of positionless basketball, but now everybody's back to, like, yeah. regular basketball. It's proven. You need a big man that can play 30 minutes, right, even if he's not electric, right? If you're just getting 10 and 7 a night and they're just athletic, like, I would rather see Robert Williams play 35 minutes a game right now than the, than the rotation we have. I would rather see that because honestly, and again, give credit to Robert Williams because at least he'll play, and yeah. at least like it doesn't matter how athletic. lost he looks, at yeah. least he'll get like some kind of minutes. He'll get, and he'll, he'll get, get some two, kind he'll of get play. two, three blocks a game. Like if he gets that, like because that's what he's uh, he's about to average that now with the minutes he's getting. He's actually the sixth most efficient center in the league, I think. Still, I have to check the efficiency ratings again. He's shooting like seventy percent from the field. Like he's he's offensively playing really well, and defensively he does look a little lost still. But he is not as bad as he was before, and I think that he has taken a good leap forward. And he still is what only twenty three years old himself. Like he's not, or sorry, no, he's not twenty three, isn't he? Like twenty one. He's younger than Tatum. I'm pretty sure. Probably. I so just he's like, you know what I mean? Like that's another. Robert Williams block. is currently fourth in player efficiency rating, Jesus. behind Embiid, Jokic, and Towns. That's a good company to be in. Now, obviously, he doesn't have the same minutes. He doesn't have the same volume. Like those guys, their volume is incredible, and they're that efficient. Which means those players are probably. I think Jokic has a really good chance to win the MVP. The fact that oh, yeah. Robert Williams is in there is a good sign for the Celtics, but the fact that Stevens and only, isn't and playing only at, enough. And only at 15 minutes a game, too. Right. It's like you look at everybody else, like the top three. What's it, what's uh, his points per game and all of that? Uh, his. I just want to say the Celtics are I think it's like bad. six and five or something, right? Yeah, something like that. The Celtics are bad, and I've the been Celtics saying it. The Celtics are not bad. The Celtics are not bad. It's, they're bad. I, it comes they're down bad. to the coaching. Don't say Brad you're Stevens. welcome because they're not bad. Brad Stevens you can is say, bad. You can say Brad Stevens is bad, but they're if you're going to yeah. sit back and say that the Celtics are bad with the talent that they have on their team. With it, Bobby, get your damn feet out of the camera. With the talent I'm sitting back. I'm has, sitting back. The talent this team has with Tatum – Brown with everybody getting hurt. Kemba's not fully healthy yet. No, he's still on minutes restriction. Kemba's uh, not fully healthy yet. Uh, yet Tristan Thompson's not fully healthy yet. We lost Peyton Pritchard, who is shooting out of he was off the 50, moon. 40, 90. And then we also have uh, the Marcus Smart now out for three to four weeks. Trade him. It, it's tough. It's really tough. And but you and you have, you have yeah. They go out and snag 
a center. If they go out there, and I think the Rudy Gobert dream is dead now, strictly oh, it because is. of yeah, how it good is. Utah is. That's what I said last time. Yeah. Um, too good now. That you're way too good now. Um, we missed that boat. But I think that if we can go out and get a competitive center that is going to score and he's going to rebound for us. Do you have and- an idea? I'm trying to think. Because this is my question for you. The reason I ask you this, right, is because Celtics fans love all of their players, right? Yeah. We all do. Would it be worth it? Like, for me, would it be worth it to try? At this point, I have three untouchables on this roster. Four. I have four untouchables on this roster. It's Tatum and Brown, obviously. And it is Peyton Pritchard. And, Already? And it is Robert yes. Williams. Hot take. No, Pritchard, Pritchard, I think, is completely untouchable. And and Robert yeah. Williams is my half untouchable. Because if, Why would you if you're talking about like an Anthony Davis or a Jokic or a Carl Anthony Towns, I'll trade Robert Williams any day of the week. But I think Robert Williams has a lot of upside. And I think if we can bring in a coach that can actually get it out of him, right? Because I don't think Brad Stevens gets it because he likes the, the positionless basketball. If you bring in a traditional basketball coach that comes in, doesn't even have to be that good. I think you can see that out of Robert Williams. But yes, right. Peyton Pritchard is untouchable for the sole fact that like you have to think like Kemba Walker's not getting any younger and Marcus Smart's mm-hmm. a defensive player, right? And but, he's not getting any And he's younger. not getting any exactly. younger either. But like That's you true. still need a point guard for the future. And you know what I mean? Like you have That's Robert true. Williams, you have that. It's like Tatum and Brown are going to need somebody like a Peyton Pritchard in their career if they want to win championships. Exactly. You need that young that's guy. Like, look what, even though that's they didn't win last Rondo. year, look what, look what Tyler Hero did last year for Miami. Yeah. I know. In the playoffs. I know, yeah. Look how yep. important he was as a rookie in look that Look at run. Rondo in 2008. He was that young guy that was glue. He was perfect for that team. Exactly. And, and then he um, was again. And to, go off, and to was. go off of what you were saying about who I would want to go after with that trade exception, if possible, I would look in Andre Drummond. I like that. Um, I, like, I like him. And Vuce, even if Vucevic we just tried to – that's another one I was going to say. Vucevic is another option. Maybe even venture back into the Clint Capella escape. If he's available, I'll take that. I if mean, like, if they're looking to trade him, I would, I'm okay. Like, that's what I mean. I'm okay with any center. Literally any legit center. When I mean center, I mean even like, though he's I mean new, six eleven and higher. Like he's even like, though he's new, even though he's new to the team, maybe even hopping after Jared Allen. I'd be okay with that too. You and know what? Maybe, another and thing? I probably wouldn't even need to use the exception out of that. I I like probably Taco not. Fall right as like a bench player, as like the Brian Scalabrini of this team, right? But, like, let's be real. Stop shooting taco like a -a make-a-wish kid. Let him play basketball. Let him play basketball for what he is. But the thing is, is, like, he is your tallest player. And, like, if you take him out of the equation, right, because he doesn't play and he's, like, a non-factor, you literally have your tallest player at that point is Jason Tatum at 6'9". Everybody else, you have nobody taller. Tristan Thompson, 6'8". Daniel Tice, 6'8". Robert mm-hmm. Williams, 6'8". I hate they're all, Tice. They're all that height, right? And and the only reason now. Robert Williams I want to play is because he's super athletic and his wingspan's like nine feet. Like, this guy, he's a freak of nature athletically. So, like, that I'm okay with. You want to put him 6'8 with his wingspan? That's totally fine. But we need a seven-footer, someone who's got body mass, right? Like, like Vucevic. Like, I would like that. Like, obviously, he's not, like, going to lock down any player. But, hey... He's gonna. He can also spread the floor. He can shoot threes. My ideal situation, if you're telling me Carl Anthony Towns wants out because of how bad that team is, I'd go after him. Any I'd day go, yeah. Week. Who would you Just, give up though? I would give up everybody except Tatum, Brown, Kemba, and you could Pritchard. probably you could probably put in that trade exception. I give up Kemba. You could probably put in the trade exception if you want to keep playing. Kemba and Tice. I think for Cat, I think Cat would take multiple draft picks. I think it would yeah, take. I would think. I, I think it would take draft picks. I think it would take Nesmith. I think it would take like Semi. I think it would take Marcus Smart. Semi. I think, I think it would take Marcus Smart. I think it would take oh, Tice. Like I think they would get you. They'd be getting a haul back for him. Yeah. Oh yeah. And because as they should probably be able to snag one of their like bench scorers as well with it, but. That's the thing, and everybody's like, everybody also is out there trying to use this trade exception on JJ Redick, and it's like, guys, no. this is a once in a lifetime opportunity with this trade exception that we can use to bring in a third star, yeah. right? So that we have, because we have yeah. bird, we have bird rights on Tatum and Brown, so technically they count as one star, 
and Kemba's the other star contract. So now we can bring in a fourth really good player and have a big four similar to how the Warriors, when they had Draymond, KD, like it's the same situation. They were able to land KD because of the trade exceptions and stuff yep. that they had, right? They drafted the other three guys, and we're here right now where you could have a really good team with Kemba. Pritchard is very good defensively, too. Like, if you want, you could throw Pritchard out there with Kemba. You could have Tatum and Brown and some center, and there you go. That's a big five right there. Now, I know mm -hmm. for myself, I know exactly what coach I would go to if I had the chance. But moving on from Brad Stevens, I wanted to ask you guys before I gave my name. I think you guys know who I would go with. Um, he just got – he's brand-new coach, Steve Nash. I would love him here in Boston as coach. Um, I was thinking, who do you guys think you bring in now? If you say, if let's move not, on from Brad Stevens. Are we talking if everybody's yeah. available or – yeah, um, let's say Brad Stevens. How many more years does Brad have? Two. Two. Yeah. So when he's done, so probably everyone who's available after that. Or the thing we is, think. Is, I'm going to be completely be. with completely honest with you. The NBA is so weird with coaches of how much they get fired and move around. I have no idea who's available and who's not. Who's an assistant? Tom Thibodeau would be good too. Another guy that I would bring in. You know who I would bring in, even though it was kind of like. Let, it didn't really work out where it was. I would I would call up um, Alvin Gentry. Yes. You know what, I, you know what yes. I would do? See, I would too. You know what I would do? I would go a, a pretty unique route. I would go former player, but former Tim Celtic. Duncan. No. That, I mean, Tim Duncan <laughs> would be Scalabini. awesome. Ryan Former player, <laughs> Former player, former Celtic. Two options All here pairs. would be either a Kevin Garnett as an assistant and – Maybe promoting Evan Turner. Ooh. Maybe maybe that's the plan why they hired him this offseason. They want maybe. to groom, groom him as a coach for if Brad doesn't work out, they have Evan Turner coming up. They have somebody there. Right? I would love to I actually, have the Celtics assistant coach is pretty good as well. And and I think and I think speaking more on coaches, because you because we brought up the fact of like, oh like Tim Duncan's there and Steve Nash is there. Perk. Uh, you know, I think that I love Perk. The way that the sport is evolving right now that we are going to see a lot of former players yeah starting to take more jobs like because they're smarter the players in the league than they're exactly. like i'm not saying players were dumb but players back then were just like they just wanted to play the game I agree. and that's no, it. Steve and Nash. they were just think, good and I now you have 10, players who are like cerebral players that 10 to like, 15 years down the line out of the thir was it 30, 30, is it 30 or 31? How many teams are in the NBA? Uh, 31. 30. 30. So out of the 30 teams, the NBA in about 15 years, I'm predicting maybe close to half of them are going to be former players. Would you, so we're uh, going to have to come back to this podcast. Would you hire, oh, him? I would hire Miss Becky. Give her a chance. Miss Becky. <laughs> exactly. Coaching that's job. That's all I would I'm do saying. it. We're getting we're in because I've been I've been literally been watching watching that whole like just because it's like obviously like you want to see how it goes and she's been destroying it for them. She's doing great. Like it's that team, like the work that everybody that is around that team has been like, no, like she's like amazing. And it's like, dude, yeah. take a chance on anybody like that, because anybody who learns on their pop, I don't care who it is. She she's you know would be the highest person. And I need to go on a I need to go on a quick rant really quick. I want I want you guys to just soak this in. This is dedicated. This part this quick little rant right here is dedicated to all of the people that comment on pictures on like Instagram or mm -hmm. or Twitter or Facebook or anything like that. When a female in sports does, does something. something so monumental or anything at all that really. steps into the scape of men's sports and people will comment why does this matter i don't care this is stupid who did who does she think she is this is pointless if a woman is taking a job as an assistant coach if a woman is taking a job as a head trainer on a football field yep. anything like a that ref. that is a predominantly men dominated field as we've seen forever and now that they're stepping into the scape and they're stepping forward and they're taking these jobs and they're breaking barriers, it's like I don't I don't want to like use the, but they I don't want to I don't want to say like the barrier, but they are shattering yeah. a glass ceiling. They are breaking expectations out of anybody that has ever come about it. 
So people need to stop with like the. I think it's just people being trolls on internet. But uh, yeah, it but it's, me no, off but some people think everything. people think that way though. Oh, That's I know. The crazy, but thing. like you there read it and you're just people. like, uh, and I'm just like, dude, like, it's like oh, Becky, Becky Hammond, Becky Hammond is. Uh, it's like, oh, Popovich is out for a week. Becky Ham is gonna. Why, the, why can't they get another assistant? It's like because they want to give her why an opportunity. Like, why does it? Why does it matter that they're letting her do it? But what, if but everybody's equal, like I hate, but, I hate no, that argument this too. Because people thing, say like, why oh, does if it everyone's equal. Why does it matter in general to anybody? Just you move on and watch the sport. Back at the same time, and I have no idea what. Sorry, Bob. But I mean, like, <laughs> why does it, why does it matter? In general, just watch the damn sport. It's not going to change. The players are still playing. Like, yeah. and just be, just look at it as a coach and be like, "Did she do a good job?" No. Okay, you can talk shit about her being a bad coach, right? But you should not be talking shit about people breaking barriers for the sake of them breaking barriers. What you can the, um... easily comment on their performance and how they do, but you should not be able to be sitting there making comments just because. The Marlins GM, yes, is the yeah. best. I think. I think she is the best like use of this whole entire argument yep. strictly for the fact that when I remember I was reading the comments and people were like, Oh, it's just a woman. That's just how 2020 is going. It's like, Jesus they have to Christ. give women power. They have to do this and they have to do this, but nobody realizes she has a ring with the Yankees. She's been in the industry for, she's been in the industry years. for 50. Exactly. She's been in the industry for almost 20 years. She has two. No, she has two rings. She has two rings with the Yankees. With the Yankees. Them, yeah. So she clearly has the she has the credentials, but people just don't want to accept that she has the credentials. So, ladies, I'm with you. Masculinity is going too far. I think I think it's just I honestly think it's the fact that people realize it's traditionally a man's sport, right? And I yeah. think that because they always wanted to be a GM or a coach and they feel threatened that a woman. <laughs> their feelings are hurt. But they're feeling that's what it is. Women they're... take job I need. And, but I just think people nowadays because of social media, table. I think people have way too much feelings on social media and are too open with like their feelings and, and like commenting shit like as they think it rather than being like, is this something I should post? A yeah. lot of people just send it out there anymore because they don't really give a crap. And I think that that's what you kind of see with a lot of the times. Like, yeah. when I comment something, like, sometimes, I mean, like, if it's, like, sports-related, like, I don't really care. But if it's, like, about a topic that people are, like, going back and forth about, like, if I have to argue with someone, I'm like, I don't really feel like putting the energy into this. Like, yeah. I know I can make the points, but I know that you're just going to read the message, you're going to look at it and not actually get what I'm trying to say. So I'd rather just have a face-to-face -face conversation and talk about stuff that even if it's controversial rather than on Twitter or anything because you're just going to get taken out of context. And I think if people start realizing that again and start, like, respecting each other and, like, loving people as just, like, having differences, opinions on just everything, I think we'll get in a good spot. With that, we're going to segue right over to a quick commercial break from Backyard Spice and Thrive. You don't have to listen to me. We're not going to say the rest of Thrive because YouTube is a meanie, so we'll be right back. We know the dads love to cook, and we're excited to share our new sponsor, Backyard Spice. Backyard Spice specializes in homemade spices to enhance your grilling or cooking. But it doesn't stop there because you can put this shit on anything. French fries, burgers, chicken, turkey, and honestly, whatever the hell you feel like. And let me tell you, their new flavor, Rubbin' Racks, mm, chef's kiss. Their spices are actually handmade, natural, and they taste amazing. Head over to BackyardSpiceCompany.com and use promo code DADS for 15% off your order. Get cooking. What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? It is your favorite dad, Brady, here telling you about one of his favorite things on the planet. And no, it's not eating. It is sports betting. Our sponsor, Thrive Fantasy, is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. And what's great about their app is that they've eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top-tier athletes in the respected field you're looking for. To get started, make sure you sign up using promo code DADS and you will receive an instant match bonus of up to $50 on your first deposit of $20 or more. So let's say you deposit in that $50, you're going to get $50 back, having $100 to bet right on your own here. So make sure you download the Thrive Fantasy app on the Apple App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website at www.thrivefantasy.com. 
Like I said, make sure you sign up with promo code DADS, D-A-D-S, and let's sign up and hashtag prop up today. And we're back! Tom Brady. Yes, Super Bowl time. We are going to finish off this episode. I had to. So I had to get one in there. I had to get one in there. I'm so excited. I am excited for this because I'm going to be making some great food for this as usual. Um, again, this is another Super Bowl. We said this last year. As but... usual, I don't remember you making any food for our Super Bowl parties. Well, yeah, for me. I made it for we me. We had Menace. Yeah, yeah, we did. We had the coupons. Dude, his dip. Oh, yeah, my that, God, yo, that dip. Yeah, yo, I, might, I might have to call. I haven't talked to him in a while. I might have to call him up and be like, hey, you want to make me that dip, bro? Um, we, oh, man. We, this, we've been saying this for the last couple of years, though. This is the first time. That, like, we truly get to enjoy it as Patriots fans. Because before, like, we're, like, still kind of, like, oh, we're rebuilding. Like, we still have Tom. Like, we didn't make it. This is officially, like, we knew we had no chance going into the season to make the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We knew we had a slight chance of making the playoffs. Now we were actually able to enjoy the whole playoffs, which I have, and actually be football fans. And yep. the thing I'm most excited <laughs> for is Tom Brady is back in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Whether he gets blown out or not, just the fact that he made it there again to be at his age playing in yet another Super Bowl. It's a great matchup. It's what the NFL wants. They want the the heir apparent to the guy who's actually holding the throne. Mm-hmm. They want that. And I think as much as I kept saying, do not bet against Tom, do not bet against the GOAT, do not bet against the GOAT, I think this is where Patrick Mahomes wins this game, and I think he has to for his legacy. And I also just think the Chiefs are too good of a team talent-wise. They have too many really good players in their prime. Um, on both sides of the ball, and so do the Buccaneers. But they, the Buccaneers, it's almost like when you line everybody up, it's like slight advantage to the Chiefs at each position that's lined up. I would disagree. As I, of yeah, right I, now. I, think not, I, would, I don't not think every so. position. I would take Leonard Fournette over Bell any day of the week. No, no, no. That's why I'm, I didn't say every single position. I'm saying at the position like wide out, like Tyree Kill right I'd now. I take AB. I take Mike Evans, dude. Chris Godwin has one, f- sorry, one hand. Right. And the thing he's been able to do this year with but I'm Tom just Brady saying, is that's well, that's what I'm saying. 105 mile an hour fast. Patrick Mahomes, right? He's better than, my better, ass. better than Brady right now. You look at their running backs. I think I think the Buccaneers I don't think have Mahomes advantage. Is better than Brady. Are you serious? Yeah, Bobby. Bobby, Bobby think, come on. This is playoff Tom. Stop, I'm talking Bobby. about. And I love playoff Tom, and I love how he's playing. I love playoff Tom, and he'll win, but I don't think he's Bobby. better. You just said Kansas City's gonna win. No, 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 I'm saying like he's won. No, I didn't. Oh, he's won. I didn't mean it like he'll win. I got you. I got you. I got you. He, he's won because that's playoff Tom. He knows how to win the games when it's close. But just per- pure performance and who's a well, better quarterback. Here's, here's the it thing. Has been Patrick Mahomes, and when you have weapons like Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, as much as I don't like them, you have to give credit to where it's due. Tom Brady played. Perfect against Philadelphia, against a backup yep, quarterback that nobody knew. He played perfect. That team played perfect on the offense. Edelman had it was great, everything, and they still lost. Right. So I don't think Mahomes' legacy is on the line here. I think Mahomes is going to have a great game. I think Tom's going to have a great game. I, I think, think so there's going to be some defensive. You know, I think White's going to have game. a pick. Look, I'm to- saying, I'm saying this right now. I was talking to my dad about it. Me and him had the conversation. If the Buccaneers front seven, who I think is top three front seven in the entire Unreal. league, yep, in, within the league, top 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 three. Top very, uh, they went very under the radar seven. all year. And if they play the way that they played last week, then or two weeks ago, they will hammer them. Yeah. yeah. Because we, because you know, Mahomes doesn't want to take hits right now. No. You know, he doesn't want to take it. He can't take hits right now. <laughs> well, they signed Eli Manning. He's their backup. Yeah, right. Oh, uh, I thought it was Nick Foles. Wait, is it Eli <laughs> Manning? They got both. <laughs> but just in I'm case, saying, wildcat formation. But I'm straight up saying, if that, front, if that front seven comes to play, put them on defense. Then I would 100% be taking the Buccaneers. But I do think that there's just something different. Because I was watching, I was I was reading a list. It was they like how Vegas ranked all, every player, yeah. every player that's going to have a starting chance in the Super Bowl, and the top five players. Four of them were Chiefs, and one of them was Tom Brady. 
at number two. Dude, that's fine. That's one. fine by but me. Then, but then, this, this what is what I'm saying. Are. This is what I'm saying, though. Then you start looking down the list again. And then the next 10, I mean, the next five, it's four of them are Buccaneers, and one of them is a Chief. And then it's like three and two, and then it's four and one again. It's, yeah. you know, it, it's it's like it, the Chiefs are very top-heavy on offense. The issue, the issue that I have, though, with this is – when I say when you compare Tyree Kill, off, when you hear no, Tyree no. Kill to oh. Mike Evans, <laughs> when you compare Tyree Kill to Mike Evans, I think Mike think Evans is a is a physical freak and is a better overall wideout. But I think that Tyree Kill is just so unguardable that that's why with Patrick Mahomes and Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey is why I think that that offense is more explosive and is is going to score a lot more points. And I think Tom Brady is going to have to have a game similar to Philly if he's going to want to beat this team because mm-hmm. I think it's going to be very, very, very hard for as good as that defense is to be able to cover Tyreek Hill because really it's been proven nobody can cover him in the league. I think that Mike Evans is like not as fast, and I think you can slow him down. I don't think he's going to have a bad game at all. His Twitter handle is faster than you. Yeah. <laughs> so he is faster than all of us. Well, that's and not, also, it's never going to be proven because he won't all, race us. He's scared. Scotty Miller. It's that take, fast. He needs to take a step back. But not the Why? What happened? He said that if it was a one-on-one oh, race. Oh, I saw that. Between I saw him that. and Tyreek Hill, that he could beat him. I think Scotty Miller needs to understand that Tyreek Hill was asked to train for the Olympics. Yeah. I don't think, you know, putting too but much of together here. Scotty Miller also hasn't had the uh, as much exposure as Tyreek Hill has the last Scotty Miller is also speed. <laughs> I think he's fast. And I think if I think if they actually in the offseason for views, that would be hilarious to see them have an actual like foot race. I don't like if care they, if, if they had a Pro Bowl, that would have happened. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. They would have flew Scotty into Hawaii and been like, Let's go. You're going. Yeah. Uh, um one so of them would try to hurt I, the other. I just think with this game, I think what it's also gonna come down to, and I know this is, is gonna be impossible. It's going to come down to the Buccaneers coaching staff outside of Arians to have a great coached game. I think that's I think I think Arians is the worst on that coaching staff. I yeah, think Lefwich has done a great job. Yep. So has the defensive and coordinator. So Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles has been so I think Todd Bowles fine. has I think earned himself a head coaching job again. He has gotten another chance. Not not immediately, but I but think I in a think couple years he could be back in the mix for a team. Bring him to New England. He ha- he's gained he has gained another Although, Maybe. do you think Belichick will ever leave? Just side note. When he dies. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm not even joking. I think he would be a coach that dies as a head coach. Yeah. Like, I think he would, like – and the thing is, is what's, what we also have to talk about with the Patriots, which is kind of getting scary, is the kind of nepotism going on with his sons that are getting thrusted into higher and higher positions. And I'm afraid that one day they're going to be the head coach. And I don't think they're very good. And I think that we don't, I don't want the Patriots to just be like, well, it's in the family legacy, like how the Cowboys do, right? Like, I don't want it to mm-hmm. be like that. I want it to be pick the best coach when Belichick is gone, if that's McDaniels, if that's Gerard Mayo, whoever it is. I think right? McDaniels. I think that needs to happen. But I'm, I think it's McDaniels, but I'm afraid. I don't want him to believe. That's I'm the issue. That he leaves. Yeah. The thing is, is Gerard Mayo was getting interviewed this year, too, so I wonder if the Patriots are going to... I mean, Matt Patricia's back. I don't think he'll be defensive coordinator, but I wonder... No, he's he's going to be back. He's just going to be in a... Um, but that's the reason Stafford said he didn't want to come here, so... Yeah. Uh, and that, you know what? And that, that needs to stop. Everybody's shitting on Matt Stafford for that. That needs to... No, that's his fucking away. choice, and that was smart. That's his choice, and he's it was like, smart. I just, he... I just dealt with that guy for a year. I'm trying to get away from all things Detroit, you know? He's like, why am I going to go to the Patriots, right? Matt Patricia's there. They're trying to sign Marvin Jones. Like, he's like, I just want a fresh restart. You know, he's exactly. like, I want new receivers, new coach. He's still young enough to where he could play another I eight years. I feel bad for Jared healthy. Goff. I don't at all. I hope Jared Goff goes off because I, that city did him dirty. I, I don't feel bad for him at all because I think he is motivated as hell. I think the well, yeah. the Lions set themselves up really well. to dra- if they, they have been drafting well recently. They set themselves up with a brand-new head coach that I really like. They have a younger quarterback that can be a franchise quarterback for them. Not not elite, 
right? But can be something that they can hang their hat on, right? He could eventually get to be a top 10 quarterback in the league, right? He's solid, right? He's not terrible, mm-hmm. but he's somebody that you can, if you give him the right weapons, the right game plan, they could take him from, you know, 13th, 14th best in the league to 7 8 in a year. Right, enough to win the Super Bowl. I don't think the Lions are winning the Super Bowl anytime soon, but I don't know, man. I think (laughs) I'm happy with the Jared Goff get going there because I also think that. And another point I wanted to make: the Deshaun Watson trade rumors. Now that they're asking for two defensive players and three draft picks, the the trade I sent to you guys that I would do. Would you guys do that? I thought he I thought Houston wasn't gonna trade him. It was like Joan Williams, Chase Winovich, and then three first round picks. No, it would it would take it would take Winovich and I think it would take it would take Winovich and Gilmore or Jackson. I think Gilmore 100 percent would be like, yeah, take him. He's well yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. We could say Gilmore and they'd be like, nah, Jackson. You know what I mean? I wouldn't want to get rid of J.C. Jackson, but... But the the thing is, for me, is... So some of the rumors out there is Deshaun Watson and Marvin Jones would be guys that would be coming in, and then we would use the second-round pick on someone like Pat Fryermuth or Kadarius Toney, somebody like that. If they get Pat Fryermuth, I'll be the Dude, if they get Deshaun Watson... I just want a quarterback. You don't have to change anything. I I just want a quarterback, even if we're not... Like a see super what Rodney contender. Said like about I Cam. just, I just want a quarterback that gets us into the playoffs every year. I don't no, even I care if we don't sniff the Super Bowl. I did not see what that quote was. He said that Cam can no longer play quarterback. Oh, in I did the see NFL. that. I did see. That. I didn't know that was yeah. from Rodney. Yeah. yeah, I, I agree. I think he. Yeah. I, that's why I said earlier in the year he should be a red zone option for us. I'm totally fine if he wants to be Taysom Hill, right, and be that gadget player if we want to have that here. Right, that, I'm we'll totally see. Fine with that. I, I mean, I would be too, but I think at this point in his career, nobody's gonna want him besides yeah. us for that position. That's what I mean. I'm okay. That's and bring him back. If he's not okay with that, he's gonna go coach. No, he's, I, he's I just want to. Now look, I just want to reel things back in because now I want to give official Super Bowl picks, and then I want to oh, right, ask right, you right. guys, and then I want to ask you guys a few very important betting questions. Okay, okay. let's get it. Okay, um, so. Bobby, who do you got? Yeah. I'm gonna. I've been doing it all year. I'm the best. I'm the best in the regular season. That's right. I'm I the best. I missed two weeks. Hey, <clears throat> hey! I'm still the best. I picked the Jets. The <clears throat> podcast picked the Jets. The podcast picked the. Thank you, Bobby. But I took go. it. But I took the chance. Okay. You took the chance. You took so the I'm chance. the best. Um, I'm gonna go Let's without with my favorite quote that I've been doing all year. Mm-hmm. The one, two liners. Tom Brady. All right. Buccaneers. Go Bucks, Kim. Um, th- listen, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, that defense, Andy Reid, all of that. They have the the ability everywhere, and that is why I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because you cannot come what? against Tom Brady. Well, he threw me because off. Because I'm that sorry, one. man. He's oh, in a Super Bowl. You son of a bitch. You, you son of a bitch. Look, on the, reason, the real reason is because, like I said, my mind has been telling me to go against him all year. But just in my heart as a Patriots fan, until Tom retires, I can never bet against that man. And I have it all playoffs, and I'm not going to now. Wow. I the Tampa Bay Patriots are in the Super Bowl. The same exact thing. I have been preaching the Chiefs. I have been saying about how they have been so phenomenal and so great all season long. But just as Cam said, you can't go against the guy who's given. Now, here's a guy. Given us us everything. Now, here's a guy who's given everything to us. So you can't not say that Tom Brady is going to win the Super Bowl. And like I said, and like I said, if that fronts, where's he going? I don't know. Just keep going. No, I'm curious. Where'd he go? <laughs> Bobby. All, all I'm going to say, Tom Brady is hey, giving Bobby, us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but, look, but I'm saying this one thing. Like I said, if that front seven comes to play like they have this entire playoffs. <laughs> go get TV 12. I'm telling you right now. I at the begin two weeks ago, right, right when that game, when those games ended, I said Chiefs by a milli. But now I'm saying. Chiefs are losing to the Tampa Bay Gronkineers. The top I, Bay Gronkineers. Yeah. I, I just think, man, with, with the Patriots, they've given us so much. They are the reason 
mostly the reason why we started this podcast because look that is why Boston is title town and everything because mm-hmm. of the Patriots, because of all the teams that have won and been in championships. But more importantly, like we became and we fell in love with football and sports because of Tom Brady. I think if we had a trash franchise like our fan, our parents did when the Patriots were in the eighties and seventies, yeah, but they were dedicated and, fans. But, but that's what I'm saying. If we, I'm saying us, if we had that, I don't think we'd be football fans right now. They had the toughest quarterback I would, in NFL I like history, Steve Grogan. But that's what I'm saying. We had, we had, that that's all I'm trying to say is I think without the winning, not us. When I say us, I mean people of our generation. Like we all would have been football fans. We all would have watched it. I just think the people that are listening to this, we owe that man everything this weekend to be mm-hmm. there for him. He left for his own choice, even though Belichick and they had a falling out, whatever, like they still respect each other. They're going to forget about this 10 years from now. There's they're You know what exactly. I mean? Like it, Tom, Wanted out. He, he wanted loves a change. Us. He loves New England. He loves he loves the fans and everything like that. Just His kids were born here. <laughs> let's give that man some shit there. So right, that is the boys. thing. Let's get into the bets. Now, boys. Yes. These are the important bets. Yeah, let's wrap them I'm, off. Under. I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. We I'm not to, asking no. you over under. I'm no, not no, asking uh-oh. you money line. I'm asking you the Props. important things. What's the coin toss? Tails. Wait. We should. We should bet as a podcast. podcast. Like, we'll all put, like, five bucks in each for all of mm-hmm. these things. We'll come up with a consensus as a podcast, and we'll just put that one bet in. I'm saying I'm saying Tails never fails. I said Tails. Heads. All right, so Tails it is. Tails it is. Are we putting in that bet? All right, we are. And now... Legally, of course. Legally, of course. And here we go. What color is the Gatorade bath? Green. I don't know. Oh, that's a good one. I was gonna say green or yellow. I was yeah, I'm like the greenish yellow. yellow color. That's what I. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like yeah, the yeah. lime green. Yeah. Oh I'm no! Go red. Actually, you I'm know what? Red. Yeah, I'm going red. I'm going, I'm going red. red. I'm going red. I think that's what I'm gonna have to go with here. The only thing I'm more annoyed about if the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl is I hope I don't want to see Bruce Arians get a ring. That's the only thing I'd be pissed about. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really care. And him I getting mean, a shower. I he, Bruce Arians has openly admitted that Tom Brady is the coach of that team. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, exactly. So, that's fine. And then I we're got one yellow. more. We're going yellow or? Going right. We're going red. I'm going red, too. We're going, we're going red. red. All right. And then I got one more. All right, let's hear it. The chase to 15. Who is the first team to score 15 mm-hmm. or – Score closest to 15 because, like, as we've seen with the Rams and Patriots, didn't get to that. <laughs> but Chiefs. who is the first team to 15? Chiefs, they always start off hot. I'm I think they both Chiefs. do. I think it's going to come out just they're both going to be fine. But the first team, I think, is going to be the Chiefs. Yeah, All I right, think so... they, they could go like 15 to 15. So, 21, Brady, 21, can you tell us what a, a Tails, Red Gatorade, and Chiefs parlay would be if we oh, put 25 I, bucks on it? I don't have that on right now. I don't have that on me because those are just random props that I pulled up. Oh, I thought you were ready to. Uh, oh, no, no, no. But I am saying that since the since the 50-50 shot, you have, you have minus 105. Yep. And then it's like the Gatorade bath's a weird one. That'd probably be like plus two hundred for red. Yeah, that's gonna that's good. That's gonna be around the plus two hundred territory. And then the first team to fifteen, if you take the Chiefs, that is at minus one forty. I can't do the parlay okay. math in my head, so PEMDAS, Remember, I don't think that's so, how that works, Bob. Yes. One second. Parlays? <laughs> they don't One do PEMDAS to decide the parlay bet. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> they go, it's wait a minute, 200 minus 140. All right, so the if because the parlay is still you're less still likely to happen. Even. So you're basically, if it's going to be, if it's going to be at what that is, we're looking at about, you got to put. I don't think it'd be One, even though for a parlay. Parlays always run higher because. Oh, yeah, true, 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 true. But it's but yeah, but sometimes yeah, the parlays are run basically double. So I'm saying like we'd probably put in a hundred to win like one eighty. Yeah. Gotcha. We'll see. We'll we'll, see. we'll we'll let you know how that goes. But we're definitely gonna push them. Um, Brady, 
hit us out with the dad joke because we are ready to rock and roll. <laughs> I guess that was the dad joke right there. <laughs> you just you just kind of stole my thunder a little bit. Damn. Because my, uh, my, my joke has something to do with rock. Oh. <laughs> What's the... Let's hear it anyway. I did, we did not prepare this, <laughs> oh, no, by the way. No, no, no. We had no it's idea. Still, it still did not ruin the joke, trust okay. me. Okay. What is a what is a rock band of four <sighs> dudes who don't sing? Boy band? A cock band? Mount Rushmore. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> Zinger! <laughs> That's such a dad joke. I'm just going to leave because no one heard me say cock band. See you later. <laughs> cock band. <laughs>